Institute for Faith and Freedom at Grove City College presents Liberty Mail with the Student Fellows of Faith and Freedom. Hello and welcome to Liberty Mail. My name is Grace Riley. And I'm Katie Kenline. And we are happy to have you here today. Today we're going to be talking about an interesting topic, the rise of Satanism in culture. Now, that's not a sentence I thought that I would say, but, you know, nowadays everything's permissible and the truths of old, in a sense, have kind of um, faded as far as the culture is concerned. So we're going to be talking about that and some of the things that are going on, because there's quite a few things going on happening in schools, in entertainment, and we're going to break down some of those for you today. Well, and this Thanksgiving break, um, Grace, you got to check out um, what's going on with an after-school Satanist club at an elementary school in Connecticut. Will you tell us some about that? Yeah, so we'll start with that. So one story that got national attention, took the news by storm this past week, was out of Lebanon, Connecticut. Now, this happens to be the town over from where I grew up. So, of course, while I was home this Thanksgiving, I thought, you know, I have to go check this out. So I went to the Board of Education meeting there, um, reporting for the American Spectator. So basically what happened was this story gained attention because at this elementary school, so an elementary public school, there is supposed to be a Satan club starting this upcoming Friday, so tomorrow at the time that this is released. So this Satan club kind of got the parents' attention because a lot of parents were concerned Mm -hmm. and upset about this even happening, wondering why uh, flyers were given directly to their children rather than the parents themselves getting an email about something like this. A lot of parents thinking it's not appropriate. But on the other side of that, um, people who are pro the Satan Club also were pretty revved up about it. So this club is sponsored by the Satanic Temple, uh, which has chapters internationally. Mm-hmm. But um, this specific branch based out of Massachusetts is involved here. And what happened is they're starting this club. It's supposed to be this after-school Satan club for elementary school students that isn't endorsed by the school, but mm-hmm. exists on school property after mm-hmm. hours. And th- what they're saying the reason is for starting this club is that there's already a Christian club at the school after hours. So there's a CEF, Child Evangelism Fellowship Club, that takes place after hours, not affiliated with the school. So in response to that, a parent, her name is Julie Ballow, so she's a parent of an elementary school student, decided that she wanted to have her church, which is the Satanic Temple, have a voice on the school campus, basically. So she's coordinated this and helped to start this Satan Club. Now, at this board meeting, people that were both opposed to the idea of a Satan Club and in support of it spoke up. And it was actually pretty shocking to me because I expected it to be outweighed with people who were against it Mm -hmm. and, and parents who were concerned. But there were Quite a few parents who spoke saying that this is not appropriate for young kids. Why is this targeting young kids? Why are outside people coming in and wanting to promote Satanism to elementary school kids? Just asking a lot of questions like that. But there were also a good amount of people who spoke who were either what they called card-carrying Satanists, so, Mm -hmm. so members of this Satanic Temple, or just people from the community that thought that it was good because it involved inclusion and diverse views represented at this school. 
So it, it was definitely very, very interesting. And another thing that's important to note, so the Satanic Temple, they say this on their website and in regard to this club, mm-hmm. that they don't actually promote Satanism. They mm-hmm. say that they just view Satan as a literary figure and that they're they're not really Satanists. There's no diabolical intentions here. And, you know, the definition of diabolical has to do with Satan but yeah. and evil. But they claim that they're promoting, it says on this poster that they handed out to kids, compassion, benevolence, uh, I think, uh, critical thinking. Mm -hmm. They're promoting creativity and community, they say, through crafts and science projects. So that's how they're marketing this, that it really, it's not really about Satan, but yet it's called a Satan club. The people who are running it are, are, dr- are dressed in all black and pretty much what you would expect from Satanists. It's just really interesting. Yeah, yeah. and this is what we see um, from the Satanic Temple. They say that Satanism is a non-theistic faith, um, which, as you're listening to this, may spend some time thinking about that, how that's possible to be non-theistic faith. Um, but they have roughly 1.5 million global members, and they say, like you just said, Grace, they view Satan more like a mascot, um, that he— is a literary character, um, and that he's a venerable, um, venerable symbol of rebellion, rational inquiry, personal sovereignty, resistance against tyranny. And they say they champion again, just like the poster given to seven, eight, nine-year-olds, they champion science, religious diversity, and the separation of church and state. So what did you see the outcome coming out? Like this is happening on Friday still. Mm -hmm. So, What's interesting is across the country, there have been kind of similar incidents just this past, so this month, so a few weeks ago in Pennsylvania, the school district had to pay the Satanic Temple because there was a lawsuit against them for Mm -hmm. pushing back against a Satan club happening on their grounds. So legally, the groups are allowed to meet and there there has to be equal access to different groups, religions, viewpoints, as long as they're technically not physically harming other people. So legally, it is allowed based on what our laws are. Now, I think what's really interesting about this is obviously freedom of religion is really important. I don't think anyone would debate that. Mm-hmm. But it's this is a lot different than when our country was founded and what the idea of what freedom of religion would look like mm-hmm. is just in the sense of it's just interesting to think about when our country was founded, it was, you know, largely Christian. Um, and that's what the grounds for that were. But now it's interesting that you would have an outright Satanist group, especially in, a, in an elementary school, be pretty much supported, uplifted by parents, community members in the name of diversity and inclusion. It's just, it's not that surprising considering everything else that's been allowed Mm -hmm. to pass in these schools. The question is, well, is it appropriate for young kids? And um, because I don't even think, I don't think we have to spend any time on this podcast discussing and debating if Satan's bad or not. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, Satan is... The definition of evil. Exactly. The definition of deception, evil. That's a widely known thing. We don't have to spend time breaking down the, Mm -hmm. is that really true though? Or is he literary figure? I think... I think most people could agree on that. But again, bringing it into an elementary school, uh, legally they can do it if it's not associated with it, but doesn't mean that people have to agree with it. People still have the right to push back against it. And I think that it's a pretty great homeschooling ad. Yeah, 
Well, so. that's that's and the interesting the other interesting thing to say is if you're wondering how far left the ACLU has gone and how far off of like whatever your truth is your truth ACLU defended this satanic club um, in Pennsylvania and then we also see that while they claim to be a non-theistic um, entity they were uh, the satanic temple was given in 2019. Um, a status as a religious organization, tax exempt um, by the IRS. And, and that's how they that. do a lot of this. Yeah, they claim one of the reasons they gave that they were allowed to have their club was because of religious freedom, but they also say at the same time simultaneously that they're not religious. So obviously those don't work together. And the other important thing to know is that C.S. Lewis says there's no neutral ground. Mm-hmm. So you're not not religious. Every Everyone's worshiping something whether they know it or not. And they're, basically one of their points was they needed a science-based, uh, non-religious opposite to the fact that there was a Christian group that was meeting. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's kind of all day at school. I also, that's the mm-hmm. first thing that comes to my mind. All day at school is technically science. Especially and, already in a public and school non, system. Exactly. Like and non-Christian. But I think to blatantly be now endorsing Satan and Satanism is a new thing uh, that's kind of saying exactly what you're supporting in a sense where that wasn't happening over the past few years. It was a lot more insidious, I think. But this is a new level of boldness. Yeah, well, and we see in many ways the Satanic Temple trying to counter work being done by Christian churches. Um we're going to talk about an article that came out this week. I don't know if you want to say anything before we go there. Yeah, I think we can jump into it. There's still a lot with the school, and that's a developing story, so yeah. um, definitely look it up. You can find the article I did reporting on it at the American Spectator, but look into it because it's still happening. In, and in other states. Yeah, it is happening in other states, but Katie especially dove into this in the topic of abortion in this article that just came out. So will you break that down and just tell everyone a bit about it? Yeah, so about a week ago, um, the newest issue of Cosmo, which is a woman's magazine that has been troubling for a long time, but it's very much like of the culture um, and aimed at young women. Um, it the, the cover of their newest um, of their newest magazine includes a cover story um, called the um, Satanic Abortion Ritual, um, and this article now. Um, we've seen online all kinds of news circulating about it. Um, there are TikToks with tens of millions of views about this. Um, it has generated somewhat of a firestorm, but also a lot of people aren't talking about it. Um, but this article basically charts through an abortion clinic in New Mexico operated by the Satanic Temple that is aimed at countering, um, again, because with this religious um entity label on their group trying to counter the work done by maybe a pro-life pregnancy center operated by a church or any um, any pro-life advocacy done by um, Christian-based organizations. So they um, their biggest effort is to send and mail um, abortion pills to um, people throughout the state. People, they give you information about if you're from out of the state, how to 
how to receive these abortion pills. But the very, very, very troubling thing is as you read this article, and there's a lot of this that um, I won't repeat, and I would also uh, use your best discretion if you'd like to look it up. Um, This article is a very long feature story that goes into an entire um, satanic ritual to do, basically to pray um, before you take the first abortion pill and the second. Um, It's absolutely horrifying, first of all. Um, And this is another way, so targeting children, but also targeting um, women throughout this country with absolute lies telling them um, that they will feel better um, if they partake in this ritual. Um, Again, it's how do we get here? Well, I I think another thing that's pops out to me about that is one of the things pro-lifers have been saying for a while is how abortion is satanic um, and that's not something that I think I wouldn't call it widely agreed upon it wasn't a point people would jump to it was just something mm-hmm. a lot of people kind of analyzed how interesting is it now that there is an article published in one of the most popular magazines saying exactly that that yes here's exactly <laughs> How to do it, what you need to know. So that's, again, really, it, it's something. And the Satanic Temple also has a whole, they run campaigns about this. So mm-hmm. if you look on their website, even, they just have campaigns about uh, the abortion pill, about these after-school clubs. So that's kind of the grouping here. You have the these abortion pill campaigns um, and at the same time the after-school clubs. And those are seem to be the main Highlights of this group. Yeah, right they're now. doing dangerous. Quite a advocacy. quite a pairing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so part of this. So again, um, I and I won't read this, but it's absolutely horrifying. There is a like a literal prayer to take while describing the process of, but very, um, very in a very clean way describing the process of having a medical or uh, chemical abortion. Um, saying that you're taking the medicine one, it's not medicine. You know. RU486 is an abortion pill that is incredibly dangerous. One, it's killing the child, and it's very dangerous to the women. There's nothing compassionate about this because this is all over the mail and by phone, and they're leaving women to take this by themselves. There's nothing empowering about it. So they say, okay, well, how do we make you feel a little more empowered? How about you pray this prayer that is to Satan and ends with, by my will, it is done, which is very, all of these lines in this are very um, intentional intentional, and very much um, to juxtapose any prayer um, to our God. Um, and the other, the other crazy thing, just out very, very outright is in this article, as you scroll through all of the T's, like woods are shaped like a cross, flip upside down as you scroll to be like an upside down cross. Like it's, it's very, um, you don't think you'd find this in an incredibly mainstream, like owned by Hearst publishers tied to like Vogue and very established magazine. Um, there's, it's an outright antichrist message that is wild. And they, they say that this is their real chance to break the religious rights grip on abortion. Um, it's wild. Well, and we all remember Balenciaga, right? Yeah. So some of the other campaigns with the elite that were really quite creepy involved um, stuff with children, mm-hmm. Satanism, stuff like that. So this really is all over the place. It's in the mainstream entertainment and 
um, designer brands. So the top of these elite companies and whatnot, uh, it's being praised in a sense. And then to have it being in schools too, it, it really is everywhere. And that's why we thought it was important to talk about today because yeah. it is worth noting. It's not just an obscure thing that's happening some places. This is it. It's everywhere. Yeah. Um, and getting worse yes. and getting more accepted. And uh, again, to, to have so many parents, community members speak up at this board meeting with the club to just basically make the point of, well, yeah, it seems like it's probably not appropriate, but, you know, inclusion, mm-hmm. it's important. Like, that's the highest virtue, apparently, no. Yeah. Well, and the lies that are being sold, it continues to, as we as we take a step back and look at all this, the lies um, just are so incredibly sad. I'll read for you part of this testimony featured in the article. They interviewed a woman. Um, they went there to visit. So, well, also, I should mention that... All of the nastiness that we see around abortion and everything um, is also visible here in the fact that um, this group named the abortion clinic Samuel Alito, who's Supreme Court Justice, Samuel Alito's mom's satanic clinic. So that's just also horrific. Um, Here's from the article. What's it like to have a satanic abortion? For Jessica, a 37-year-old mother of three who received an abortion medication via the clinic— The experience was very supportive, she says. While she's not a Satanist, Jessica decided to incorporate a few ceremonial elements into her solo abortion experience. Why not, she thought. The overall messaging just clicked with her, which, let's pause there again. Again, her solo abortion experience, this is not nothing compassionate, loving. She's by herself experiencing deep trauma. Again, she says, I think it's genius, the 37-year-old mother of three told Cosmo as she drove her children around Albuquerque. She's also pregnant, but not for long. A set of abortion pills is waiting for her back home, thanks to speedy shipping via the satanic team, Cosmo noted. Jessica and her husband don't want any more children, especially given her history of super high-risk pregnancies. This is like someone who's incredibly vulnerable, someone who is is being hurt over and over again by these lies. Um, And that's where we see the children as well. It's... um, it's horrible. And honestly, all we can do is just pray that the lies will stop just like penetrating through, um, that the light will penetrate the darkness because it's so like, this is so, um, it's so sad and it's so clear that she's being held captive by all these lies. You know, um, we can just pray for her and all these other people who are being sold something completely false and completely, you know, we have the truth on our side. And the truth is what sets us free. The spirit of the Lord is what sets us free. Like this, um, you can just see the pain and the captivity and the, um, the lie that's being sold. And it's being sold across the country in all kinds of places, as we've talked about. Well, and with stuff like this and statements like this so blatantly out, such as what was in that article, you'd, th- you'd think people maybe wouldn't believe them when they said, no, for this after school club, we're not really it's not about Satan at all, actually. It's just about compassion, benevolence, mm-hmm. uh, which makes absolutely no sense. All good so, things that come from God. First, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the point being, the fact that people even believe that, I don't understand. Like, if I'm just being honest, I don't understand yeah. why uh, we would take that and 
run with it. Like, it doesn't make much sense, but a lot of people are buying that and think, well, it's just about compassion and crafts, which definitely isn't true, but there are still plenty of people who don't buy it, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure that we've left everyone listening with a lot to think about, um, and we will be excited to join you next week to talk um, more about all kinds of issues coming our way in the world. Um, Thank you for joining us on this episode of Liberty Mail, and we'll see you next time. For more information on the Institute for Faith and Freedom, visit faithandfreedom.com.